appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back in the Stone Zone. In the very last interview I did with Owen Schroyer of InfoWars, I wore this hat uh, and he admired it. It's a Panama hat, which by the way, all quality Panama hats are actually made in Ecuador. They began calling them Panama hats because those constructing the Panama Canal wore them, but they've always come from Ecuador and they come in various qualities based in the fineness of the weave. In any event, Owen Schroyer admired this hat, so I learned his sent him one exactly like it, with the understanding that we would do an interview together, both of us sporting our hats. Unfortunately, the time did not allow it, and therefore we will make that video when he emerges from a federal correctional where he was prosecuted and convicted for speaking his mind outside the U.S. Capitol. It is a trap, and I am praying for my good friend Owen, Owen Schroyer's safety. Today marked the second uh, day of a trial in Denver, Colorado, uh, in which a group of uh, moderate Republicans and unaffiliated voters have brought a lawsuit backed by left-wing uh, watchdog groups such as Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Uh, see, that's the thing about these groups' names. They're always in favor of the exact opposite of what their name entitles. Challenging Trump's right to be on the ballot as a presidential candidate uh, because they say that Article 14, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution bars people who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States from holding office. Uh, of course, Donald Trump has not been convicted in any court of law of any charge involving, involving either insurrection or, or sedition or rebellion against the government. Uh, nonetheless, uh, the case which is in federal court, uh, pardon me, in state court under Judge Sarah B. Wallace, a partisan Democrat who made a contribution to an anti-Trump group uh, but refuses to recuse herself, uh, went into President Donald Trump is very ably represented by Scott, a former Colorado Secretary I think is doing a brilliant job in an extraordinarily difficult situation. This is not a jury trial, which means this state judge will make a decision. You want to guess how she's going to decide? I think we know. Uh, this will not be the end of this case. It will be appealed, I presume, uh, to the state Supreme Court and then ultimately to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, they uh, have provided witnesses, including a Capitol Hill police officer uh, and Congressman Eric Sowell. Uh, he got torn up pretty badly on the stand today, but we'll be watching carefully. 
the point here, of course, is to set a precedent. This is election interference writ large. Uh, join me to talk about this and many other topics. Uh, I want to welcome Troy Smith, the editor-in-chief of Rare.us, to the Stone Zone. Well, thank you, Roger. It's an honor to be with you uh, here today. We have a lot of great topics to talk about, and I think people are going to be really shocked about what we have to reveal today. Uh, I agree. So, Troy, let's start in Colorado. What is your take on this late, uh, uh, latest act of election interference? Well, Roger, I mean, we're researching this thing and we're looking at, okay, well, who launched it? And I think you mentioned it there in the open. We have uh, the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics uh, group, which is based in D.C. And preparing for this interview, I decided to do a little dive on that group and who founded it and whatnot. And I came across two names, Norman Eisen and Melanie Sloan. These people are listed as the founders for the organization that launched the effort, or at least helped launch or back the effort to get Trump off of the ballot and have this kind of show trial that we're seeing right now in Colorado. Now, a quick search on FEC.gov would show that Norman Eisen, since 2020, has donated to Senate uh, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, the House Minority Leader for the Democrats, uh, Raphael Warnock, Democrat Senator from Georgia, uh, Jerry Nadler, uh, Congressman uh, and, and Joe Biden in 2020 and going back to 2016, he donated to Hillary Clinton. Melanie Sloan, the other founder of this organization, uh, donated to President Joe Biden uh, in 2020. And he she also donated to Raphael Warnock and going back, uh, she also has donations to Kamala Harris. So uh, looking at the people who launched this, Roger, it's pretty openly partisan. I mean, these people have documented uh, donations in the very recent months uh, to Democrats of all types, mainly the leadership. Um, and it's something that I haven't seen discussed at all. So I guess we're kind of breaking that news here on the Stone Zone, which is an honor. Um, but yeah, this is a very politically charged attack. And when you look into who's actually leading the charge, who's backing this case, that becomes pretty clear uh, rather quickly. Yeah, Norm Eisen is uh, well known to our viewers. Uh, he was uh, most likely the architect uh, of the two impeachments of President Donald Trump. He was deeply involved in the election day activities uh, for Joe Biden. Uh, he actually wrote a famous how to stage a color revolution. Uh, if you followed any of the reporting of uh, Jack Posobiec uh, over at Human Events or Darren Beatty uh, over at Revolver.News, uh, Mr. Eisen would be well known to you. This is just uh, the latest uh, of election interference, uh, the the two state, I should say, the two party duopoly um, has uh, a view of Donald Trump uh, correctly as an existential threat to their survival, uh, and they will and everything, including attempting to jail him uh, to stop him from winning the election. All of the polls show that if we had a free, fair, honest transparent election um, that he will win. Uh, and that's why uh, we have this unprecedented lawfare that has been waged against him. All right. We will follow this Colorado case uh, and report uh, to you on it on a regular basis. What I want to talk to you about today uh, is um, the situation in the, in the uh, Middle East, uh, where under President Donald Trump, through the use of sanctions, uh, Donald Trump had really choked off 
uh, billions of dollars for Iran's oil industry. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, removed those sanctions. Uh, and you report uh, that Iran made $52.56 billion per year on oil exports to China alone. So if you're wondering how they can afford uh, to develop nuclear weapons beyond the $6 billion we just generously unfroze for them, I think you have your answer. Tell us about this. Roger, this is very important because uh, when we're looking at Iran, we've been talking a lot about the funding that goes through that country and how they access, you know, how they have access to money and things like that. And when uh, we were looking at the reports recently coming out of Iran, I noticed that uh, the, there's been a tremendous uptick, an 82% increase in Iranian oil exports to China over the last year. Now, as you stated, this is because the Biden administration working with the United Nations has worked to kind of release a lot of these sanctions and relieve the sanctions so that uh, Iran can easily uh, begin to build this massive oil industry. And just for, so people understand, we're talking 1.8 million barrels of oil per day sent from Iran to China in October of 2023. Um, just at a at a basic level. Now, oil's you know all over the place. It jumps up to over 100 uh, a barrel. It's it sometimes sits around 80, um, but we, we estimate that they're making uh, at least $147 million a day off of their exports to China alone. And Roger, when we're talking about, you know, uh, America first, a lot of the things we talked about were, you know, oil exports and building America's energy industry. And what Iran has kind of done is taken that strategy and they're now using it to fund terror, not only in the Middle East, but across the world in places like Venezuela. And I am told that this oil, a lot of it is coming from Iraq. Now, we have sources that we can't really reveal, but I know people who are in contact with Iraqi officials, and they tell me uh, that, that we have a situation in Iraq where Iranian-backed militias have taken over oil production, basically 100%, and they are shipping oil from Iraq to Iran and then sending it to China. So it's not like Iran is just cultivating this oil industry, they're actually going into other countries using their violent terrorist groups to take over the oil production and then using that to fund the furtherment of those terrorist groups and launch attacks like we saw the uh, Iranian-backed Hamas attack in Israel, Roger. It is really, it's really concerning. And when people understand that a majority of Iran's money comes from oil exports to China, who, thanks to Joe Biden, is now on the rise, um, we're in a situation here where some of the most dangerous countries, the countries that hate the United States and freedom and liberty the most, are becoming uh, the global superpowers. And it's because we don't have leadership. We don't have a president right now. We have um, an empty shell. And really what, is, what has been allowed to happen is a creation of this new alignment of countries like Iran, China, and Russia that are now trying to take over the world. And it's it's really a sick place that we are at because of a lack of leadership here in the United States. Joe Biden and his policy failures are directly to blame for Iran's rise and, and their partnership with China and things of that nature. This has been in the works for a while, but Biden's administration really has put the final nail in the coffin in ensuring that this is kind of a trifecta going forward between Iran, China, and Russia. You touch upon this uh, in your piece, uh, but it appears like the Biden administration has been traded uh, with an Iranian clique. Uh, reading uh, from a piece by Darren Bennett over at Revolver.News, 
uh, if the name Robert Malley is not familiar to you, it should be. Malley is, was a key player in Obama's national security team and specifically a key player in negotiating uh, the agreement uh, known as the Iran nuclear deal. While serving in the administration, uh, Malley wrote an article for the Washington Post encouraging Israeli accommodation of Hamas. In 2021, President Biden appointed Malley as a special envoy for Iran uh, in charge of renegotiating uh, and reinstating uh, the Iranian nuclear arms deal, which Trump terminated early in his term. Malley had this position until the FBI moved his security clearance for allegedly mishandling classified Malley was given a deep fit was a pardon me Malley was a deep fixture within Obama's uh, uh, establishment given Biden's lax standard for prosecuting any crimes of his allies one can only imagine what the real story is with Malley and what kind of egregious violation he needed to perpetrate uh, to have his clearance removed in truth all evidence points to Malley being uh, at the center of what can only be described as a, quote, spying uh, or Iranian influence ring deep within inside the government. Uh, if true, this is the greatest single breach uh, of American security, well, since Alger Hiss, uh, the Russian communist spy who infiltrated the U.S. government and was exposed by a young congressman. Richard Nixon. We're going to go to a commercial break and we will be right back. So look, so what happened right now is that he said. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. 
You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35, or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com So there, I can outline some of the very best specials. Uh, please go to mypillow.com, and when you do, use promo code STONE. We need your support to keep the STONE Zone going here. Uh, this is the only compensation we receive, so we rely on your patronage uh, at mypillow.com, owned by the number one free speech advocate, election integrity advocate, uh, and American patriot in the country, my good friend, Mike Lindell. So you can help Mike Lindell, but you can also help us here at Stone Zone by using promo code STONE and taking advantage of any of those great specials. Uh, now we return to our guest today. There you see promo code STONE. Don't forget to use it. Uh, you can call 800-544-8939. Uh, 1-800-544-8939. Uh, if you don't want to use your computer, if you feel more comfortable doing a transaction over the phone, uh, call them now for some of these fantastic specials. All right, we return to our special guest today. That is Rare.us Editor-in-Chief Troy Smith. Uh, we're talking about the fact that uh, the Biden administration uh, has removed all of the crushing sanctions uh, put into place by President Donald Trump, allowing them to regenerate their uh, oil industry, uh, generating billions of dollars for the uh, further development of nuclear weapons. We were talking about Robert Malley. Uh, what did you find about Mr. Malley uh, in your research, Troy? 
Well, Robert Malley is a really important figure in this because, uh, as we've seen over the last decade or so, Iran has been completely emboldened by the Obama administration and now the Biden administration, which, as we all know, is really Obama's third term. And Rob Malley is somebody who has been involved in emboldening Iran since the very beginning of this. He worked with uh, several people. And Roger, the most uh, you know troubling part about this is this is a guy who was in government for a long time. He has assembled a team. And my sources tell me that in uh, places like the low, uh, low intensity conflict uh, division of the Defense Department, Robert Malley has a lot of holdouts and a lot of people who are uh, working really against the United States on behalf of Iran and swaying U.S. public policy to support Iran. Now, I think, Roger, something you talked about there that I think is really important is to highlight the connection between what the Biden administration has done across the global stage for China. I mean, look at how great China has been doing since the Biden administration came into power. And then they just so happened to release the sanctions against Iran, who provides China, who is the second largest uh, you know, provider of uh, oil to China. So China, because of Biden's policies against, you know, or for Iran, I should say, uh, releasing these sanctions and kind of working with the UN, uh, China now has a better deal on their energy than they ever have had before. And I think that kind of steps in line with what we've seen from the Biden administration so far. Uh, China benefits from everything they do. Every single thing that the Biden administration does across the world, China seems to benefit. And these releasing these sanctions and having Robert Malley, who we know was working for the other team. I mean, this is a guy that was appointed by the Obama-Biden people, and he was working for the other team. That's why he no longer has his security clearance. That's not conjecture. That's a proven point. And uh, when, when you have the uh, U.S. government you know, going towards pro-Iran and then you see these attacks by Hamas and you see the development of these terrorist cells across the world, Roger, uh, the Biden-Obama Democrat political complex has pushed the world to the brink of war. And looking at their actions, you almost have to believe that that was on purpose. I mean, believing that the maniacal Iranian regime can be mollified with money or believing their claims, the billions we make available to them will not be nuclear weapons is essentially a continuation of the Obama policies and extraordinarily naive. We now know definitively that uh, during the Trump administration, former Secretary of State John Kerry was visiting various Gulf states, uh, essentially preparing to re-up the nuclear arms deal, which is a violation of the Logan Act, an individual U.S. citizen cannot have his own private foreign policy. But of course, uh, John Kerry will not be prosecuted. Uh, reading from a terrific piece uh, in Tablet Magazine by Lee Smith, who joined me on my WC radio show uh, last uh, weekend, uh, the Biden administration's now suspended Iran envoy, Robert Malley, who we just spoke about, helped to fund, support, and direct Iranian intelligence operations designed to influence the United States and allied governments of purloined Iranian government emails, which were reported on by veteran Wall Street Journal correspondent Jay Sullivan, writing in Semaphore, and by Iran International, the London-based news outlet, which is most widely read independent news source inside Iran. Uh, these were published last week after it being extensively verified over a period of several months by both outlets. 
They showed that Mali had helped to infiltrate the Iranian agent of influence named Ariana Tabatabai, I think I got that right, into one of the most sensitive positions in the U.S. government, first at the State Department and now, uh, believe it or not, at the Pentagon, where she continues to serve as the Chief of Staff for Assistant Secretary of Defense for Special Operations, Christopher Mayer. Uh, this uh, almost blows the mind, doesn't it? You, you address this in your piece. Absolutely, Roger. And when we understand that in the last several days, folks, keep in mind, in, in Iraq, 10 missiles have hit the Al-Assad military base, which is in Al-Anbar, Iraq. They've, they've hit that 10 times with missiles. And, and they've wounded two dozen U.S. service members. Biden just reportedly launched an attack earlier uh, la last week on, on uh, Iranian-backed militia in Syria who were harassing and targeting U.S. officials and wounding them and things of that nature. Uh, Roger, these are not just people who believe in something differently than us. These are not people who we just have an ideological disagreement with. These are radical terrorists who are attacking U.S. service members across the world. And the idea that our own home base, Washington, D.C., the Pentagon, the most important place when it comes to uh, national defense, is infiltrated by people who support these terrorists and support their efforts to terrorize the Middle East and, and take over the world, um, it shows just how low we've sunk here. Um, and it shows how dangerous these apparatuses of government where we have, you know, people uh, like you just said, Tabat Tabai or whatever the hell her name is, these people that are that are that are literally embedded in the government that are making policy decisions that are stoking violence across the globe. Um, and it totally wipes out any idea uh, that the Biden administration is working to fix this or that they they have any intention of doing anything. And you see the liberal pundits out there talking about the Biden response and 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 how they're they're going to you know, send troops, they're going to do this. They've stoked this conflict at every angle. They've created this conflict, Roger. Um, and it's not really debatable when you look at the evidence. And that's what's so alarming is that we have a, a situation now where the mainstream media is taking this to the next level, trying to stoke a global conflict. And the reason we're even in this position are the politicians and the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., who have kind of built this plan over the last decade and they've been doing it for long you know before that but that last decade is really when the last big pieces started to fall into place so they've put us in this position and the idea that they're going to now save us from this position is just ridiculous um and and i think you know we look across the media it's it's really sick to see these people stoking this war they're not covering the fact that the Biden administration and the Obama administration and people like Rob Malley have been caught supporting Iran. It's important for the American people to know that. And I don't see it being reported, Roger, not much. Of, uh, public magazine, uh, revolver.news, and of course, rare.us. Extraordinary piece that you have published today, reflecting on everything we have discussed today. Let me uh, touch on another topic which you brought to my attention. Uh, Israel has now opened a Chinese port in Haifa to boost regional trade links. Iran has uh, Israel has opened a new shipping port along its Mediterranean coast. It's called Reuters. Much needed competition to a sector plagued by delays and boost that country's standing as a regional trade hub. Uh, the 1.5 the $1.7 billion 
will be operated by Shanghai International Port Groups and will enage, enable larger classes of cargo ships, including 18,000 containers or more, to dock in Israel. The country is selling its state-owned ports and building new private docks in an effort to bring down costs and cut above average wait times for vessels to unload. About 99% of all goods move in and out of Israel oversee, and this upgrade is needed to maintain economic growth. Uh, warring ties with neighboring Arab countries are also creating new trade opportunities for Israel, and Haifa is well placed to become its a regional hub. This over the fact that Israel is turning the important port facility in control of it to the Chinese. Uh, are the Chinese not? I believe, supporters of Iran in this conflict? Indeed. That's, that's exactly right, Roger. And when you look at it at a grander scale, who's funding the attacks against Israel? Well, that would be Iran. And who's funding Iran? Well, that would be China through the exports of oil that we talked about in the beginning of this show. So indirectly, you know, China is responsible for the attacks that we saw on Israel because they have kind of fostered Iran into becoming able to, to, to fund all of these terrorist groups across the region. So unless Israel breaks their business ties with China and gets China out of their economy and realizes that China is really the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain that is orchestrating this uh, absolute assault on Israel, then, then we have no standing. It's never going to get any better because really when you look at the world economic stage, you realize, Roger, that China is cutthroat. They don't care how they have to get rid of the competition. They're willing to do it. And if that means supporting a dangerous Iranian regime that is willing to kill innocent people, then they'll do it. It's really sick. Right, Troy, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. 
So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. I'm Roger Stone, and you are back in the Stone Zone. Uh, I'm told we were having some technological difficulties. We apologize uh, for that, uh, but we will persevere. Uh, rejoining now is our guest, Troy Smith, uh, who is the editor uh, at large, uh, editor in chief at large uh, at rare.us. Uh, Troy, let me ask you this. Uh, the new Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson, uh, is moving a very substantial aid package uh, for Israel, uh, but he is not including more money for Ukraine. Uh, what is your view on this? Uh, well, Roger, I, while I view that, uh, you know, Israel, I, I really don't see that it as a two-sided conflict. You know, I, I see Gaza and the Hamas terrorists, you know, they, they, we're, we're dealing with you know, a, a group of people that have done some things that I think, you know, I think the world should look at what Hamas has done in Israel and say, okay, there's no two-state solution here. It, there is a solution. It is Israel. And Israel has the full right to respond to the vicious attacks that were launched against their country. However, I personally, I think it's ridiculous that we have a crumbling infrastructure here in the United States. We have schools that don't work. We have roads and bridges that are crumbling. We have airports that are a disaster to go to. The average American spends most of their day sitting in their cars in traffic because the government can't even lay out the roads correctly. And the idea that we're taking funds that could be diverted towards that and sending them to any other country, regardless of who they are, um, is not something that I would ever support. Although I, I can see why people would support it, it's not something that I support because at the end of the day, those are taxpayer dollars. And the idea that those taxpayer dollars would go to benefit the citizens of another country, I think is just wrong. Uh, I I agree. Um, I'm saying I like the speaker uh, uh, so far, of the new speaker, Mike Johnson, so far. Uh, I think he's a man of deep faith. He's a solid supporter of President Donald Trump, uh, was part of his legal team during impeachment, his defense team. Uh, and so far, uh, so good. Uh, and uh, I reiterate what is not popular among some Republicans, but my hat is figuratively off to Matt Gates, uh, who had the courage to make the motion to vacate the chair, which led to this important and I think valuable 
uh, change in leadership. It was very clear. It was the intention of Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, to have aid for Israel combined with aid for uh, uh, for Ukraine, including $100 million for humanitarian aid uh, for Hamas, unbelievable, uh, all in one package. Uh, and the Speaker has not done that. So uh, hats off for the Speaker. Uh, Patrick Ben David uh, is a very popular uh, net-based uh, broadcaster uh, at Valuetainment. He had an extraordinary interview with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, let us run this for you now. I'm sure your marketing team points out how they're trying to troll you in the marketplace. Okay, I'm sure they're doing that. Can you bring this one clip? I know you were on, uh, 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 what do you call it, on... Uh, uh, what was it? Bill Maher. And Bill Maher talked about the boots. I've seen you walk with these boots. Go ahead and play this clip. This on TikTok went viral. It doesn't have a million views. It doesn't have, you know, 10 million views. This thing's got 1.2 million likes. And and some people are wondering. How, what are they? I don't even so I haven't what, seen that. What there's, they've not shown this to you. Okay. No. What they're trying to say with this is that in your boots, you have heels. No, no, no. That's yeah, what no, those, to those are just standard off the rack. Um, Lucchese, um, how, how Lucchese. Tall are you? Book, how tall are you, Governor? How five tall eleven. Five eleven. Okay. Why don't you wear tennis shoes and dress shoes? Uh, I do wear tennis shoes when I work out. Yeah, 100%. you do. Yep. Okay, I got a gift for you. I'd love for you to wear. Okay, I shop at Ferragamo. Okay. And I, got, I don't accept gifts. I can't accept I, it. I totally get I'm it. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a couple interesting things. Great piece in Politico of all places today. Uh, three uh, experienced makers insist that Governor Ron DeSantis is wearing lifts in his shoes to appear taller. Uh, secondarily, the idea that he doesn't receive gifts uh, is disproven by the public record. Uh, his largest single donor gave him an extraordinarily expensive golf putting machine over which there was much controversy. Uh, I really think uh, my hat's off to Patrick Ben David, who and a friend. Uh, he is a valiant who's never afraid to ask uh, the tough questions. In that same interview, uh, Governor DeSantis actually said that he would have been elected in 2018 without the assistance of President, which is extraordinarily wrong. Uh, his opponent, Adam Putnam, the Secretary of Agriculture, had the endorsement of every Republican county chairman in the state, every single elected Republican in the state legislature, including the all-powerful Senate president and the Speaker of the House, uh, every member of the congressional delegation, with the exception of Congressman Matt Gates, who frankly played a crucial role in convincing Donald Trump to take a flyer and to endorse uh, Ron DeSantis. He was nine points uh, and Adam Putnam was closing in on 50% in the polls. The idea that Ron DeSantis, who was broke by the way, his campaign was out of funds, uh, but got a huge cash infusion after his endorsement by President Trump would have won without Trump's support uh, is the height uh, of ingratitude, just the absolute height. Uh, Troy, your thoughts? 
Well, Roger, you know, as a Floridian, you know, you look around this state and it's really a disgrace what DeSantis has done. Uh, you know, we have people fleeing this state now, and I don't think many people understand this, but insurance premiums are up like 900% for some people. And, and, and the truth is we're one hurricane away from getting wiped out. And DeSantis has stated like again and again in public that he literally is just praying that a hurricane doesn't hit Florida because if it does, he knows the whole state is screwed and he knows there's going to be uh, bankruptcies. He knows that, you know, people aren't going to be able to use their insurance. Uh, people are going to be screwed. And, and he's done that to the people of Florida. And I want, you know, Roger, what, the first time I came on this show, we talked about something that I think is so important. Um, and we went through the uh, Florida, each of the counties board of supervisors for their elections and their board of elections. And we showed payments from a, a group backed uh, by the Sands Casino um, to, to these election boards. And I want people to understand, you know, Ron DeSantis uh, had a lot to gain by making that midterm look as good as possible. And when we look at the tactics of, say, like a Mark Zuckerberg with the CTCL in the 2020 election, where he took hundreds of millions of dollars and paid local election boards to sway the results, we see a similar scheme here in the state of Florida when it comes to the 2022 election. And I wouldn't put it past Ron DeSantis to pay the election boards to boost his numbers heading into uh, what he knew would be a presidential campaign. And I think for the people of Florida to, uh, to trust Ron DeSantis to put their ballot out there for him and then to have him turn around, abandon the state and leave it to the point where people are actually running away because they can't afford to pay for their homes, something so basic, um, it shows how disastrous he would be as president. It shows his failure as a government official. And I think personally, because of what he's done in the second term to destroy the state of Florida, it will ensure that he never holds political office again. I, he's, be, he's gone from somebody that you saw support for to somebody you see no support for. And it's because he's abandoned the state of Florida. Uh, I don't uh, disagree. I think, for example, we have a utility uh, height uh, crisis in this country. I'm talking about electricity rates. Uh, the governor took $9.5 million from Florida Power and Light and its subsidiaries. Uh, and we Floridians got a 22% boost uh, in our electricity rates. Just uh, another example of his pay-for-play politics. You can get lost uh, in the world of X, Twitter we used to call it, uh, and other social media and begin to believe that that's all the real world. Uh, but one thing is abundantly clear. Uh, Ron DeSantis is uh, out of money uh, and he's almost out of time. Uh, he's withdrawn his campaign forces from New Hampshire. He's withdrawn them from South Carolina. He's withdrawn them from Nevada. And he's put all of his chips uh, in Iowa where President Donald Trump maintains an almost 40-point lead uh, in the latest independent polls. Uh, his candidacy is over. Uh, the Florida Republican Assembly, which I assure you is a very real grassroots organization, had their convention uh, two Sundays ago, I believe it was, maybe it was three. Uh, I was honored to get the Americanism Award from them. No, this is not some pro-Trump group that we pasted together overnight. They're a very real grassroots group, and they're actually very pro-DeSantis for governor. They want him to return to Florida. Uh, they passed a resolution which got substantial coverage uh, endorsing President Trump and urging Ron DeSantis to return to Florida to do the job that he was elected to do. Uh, I personally think that he has damaged his brand here 
quite substantially, uh, and I think he's going to have a, a difficult time uh, repairing it. Also, many people do not realize this. I see it all the time uh, on the social media. He's limited to terms, and he is in his second term. So he cannot run for re-election. Perhaps that's why he doesn't care about his imagery back in the state. Uh, but I have predicted on this show, and I will predict yet again, that his wife, Casey DeSantis, who would be an attractive candidate, uh, more people-friendly than he is, shall we say, will be a candidate for governor. Uh, she might even temporarily be the front runner. Uh, but uh, Congressman Matt Gates has expressed attention. Uh, interest in running for governor. So has uh, Congressman Byron Donalds, uh, who was briefly but quite excitingly uh, a candidate for House Speaker, is an extraordinarily uh, strong speaker with a strong following, both candidates for governor. Perhaps, uh, who knows, maybe even current U.S. Senator Marco Rubio would be interested uh, in serving in the governorship. So uh, it, it remains to be seen, but I think uh, Ron DeSantis uh, is probably agree with you. I don't think he will hold public office again unless, uh, you know, it's by appointment uh, in some future Republican administration, uh, which would not be the administration of uh, President uh, Donald Trump. Uh, we, are, we have a few minutes uh, here that we'll, we will continue and then we'll pick this up on the other side. But I'm very interested in a piece that you wrote uh, called RFK's Potential Independent Impact Reassessed. Uh, and I want to talk about the candidacy uh, of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, I, I'm a political junkie, so I have followed it closely. I think everyone knows I am an outspoken supporter of President Donald Trump. Uh, and there's a, but I do admire Robert Kennedy's energy. Uh, I, I admire his resolve. Uh, he's working very hard. I, I admire uh, his rhetoric. It is uh, uplifting, positive, unifying electro, uh, 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 rhetoric. Uh, I think he's run a positive campaign thus far. Uh, but uh, there's a new assessment here uh, on a couple of different levels. Uh, he is running uh, as an independent. Uh, and as you know, Troy, uh, getting on the ballot as an independent is extraordinarily difficult. Governing how you go about that are extremely complicated and arcane. Uh, they make ballot access as difficult and as expensive and as labor intensive as possible. Uh, and here is the kicker. You have to name your vice presidential candidate, your running mate, at the time you qualify for the ballot. Um, I know of no state where Robert Kennedy has actually applied for ballot access. Uh, but I also know that he has not named uh, a running mate uh, to potentially file along with. We'll pick this up uh, on the other side. Stay with me. We're with Troy Smith, editor-in-chief of Rare.us. We'll be right back.
I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now, once they're gone, they're gone for good. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com We are back. You are uh, in the Stone Zone, and I am Roger Stone. We're still here with our special guest, Troy Smith, Editor-in-Chief at Rare.us. Let me reiterate, folks, that we need your support uh, at my.com. Uh, many, many great products there. I am a great aficionado of the dog beds, the pet blankets, the all-season slippers, uh, the MyPillow sandals, uh, the revolutionary new MyPillow 2.0 with the patented cooling technology that keeps your pillow cool throughout the night. Uh, special uh, buy one, get one free there. There's also a special four-pack special uh, on the MyPillow where you can get a, a value of normally $259.92, now a mere $99.98. But folks, we need your support. 
uh, at MyPillow.com. Mike Liddell needs your support. We need your support. Please use promo code STONE uh, when you go there. Returning now to uh, Troy Smith. Troy, let's uh, go to your piece here on Robert Kennedy. Um, I guess the real fundamental question is now that Dennis Kucinich, a uh, widely respected former Democrat congressman uh, with a strong anti-war reputation, a man I know and like, um, quietly left the campaign run by a woman named Amaryllis Fox Kennedy, who is Robert Kennedy's daughter-in-law. She may be a perfectly lady. She may have experience uh, because a former CIA agent she has no known political experience. I'm not criticizing her. I'm asked asking an obvious question. What does she know about getting on the ballot in enough states uh, to theoretically win 270 electoral votes? She has no you know, experience that would, that would lead us to believe that she's prepared for that. And I think people need to understand, you know, we're not talking about a universal thing here. Uh, 50 different laws pretty much for 50 different states and 50 different standards to what, you know, the, the different things you need. Some states should just pay a simple fee. Sometimes you need thousands or tens of thousands of signatures. And as you pointed out, Roger, Robert F. Kennedy needs to declare a vice presidential candidate in order to get on the ballot in many of these states. Um, and he hasn't done that. Um, and, and, and he's officially launched his independent campaign. This is not conjecture at this point. He's uh, f formally announced that he will be running for president as an independent. In order to get on the ballot in many of these states, he needs to name a vice and he hasn't done it. Um, and, and I think that that raises a question in my mind. It's like, okay, is this more, does he really want to be president? Um, because if he did, like you're, you're pointing out here, you would have somebody that was a hardened political veteran that would understand what it would require uh, to get ballot access in the states necessary to get to 270, you know, electoral votes. And and the way this campaign is set up right now, I don't see that happening. Um, they may be able to get on the ballot in some states, but overall, you know, you're not going to get 270. And I think that raises the question, okay, as a, as a Democrat, he was a threat to Biden, but as an independent, I think we're seeing, Roger, and we've talked about this, the polls show that he overwhelmingly pulls support from President Trump versus Biden. Um, and with no clear path to victory, um, right now it's it appears that his only use in this 2024 election, should he get on the ballot in any of these states, would be to pull support from Trump. And that raises the question, is this guy working on behalf of the Democrat political establishment? Because where he's set up right now, it's only to damage Trump. There's no path to victory. There's no chance that he becomes president based on what we see from his campaign right now. Um, and, and, and the idea that he's just going to play spoiler for Trump and hand this to Biden, who we've talked about this entire episode, Roger. Biden and the political establishment that is behind him have created the attacks in Israel we see. They've created China's uh, rise on the world stage. They have created the decline of the United States of America. So if Robert F. Kennedy, a guy who I respect on a lot of his policies, um, and I respect you know, personally from hearing him talk and reading his books and things like that, you know, if he's going to hand this country back to Joe Biden, and the people who have created all the things that he speaks up against, 
then I would see him kind of as a hollow advocate. And I'm personally really interested to see how he handles this going forward because it'll be very telling whether he cools off very quickly, whether he backs out, um, and if he's going to name a vice or do some of the things that he needs to do in order to get onto the ballot. This is not something that you can just snap your fingers and make happen, folks. This is a grassroots effort that has to take place over a very long period of time, a period of time that should have started a long time ago. Um, when he declared to become an independent candidate, Roger, and we're not seeing that structure, we're not seeing the support. Um, so it's, it's a very interesting situation. And as somebody who pays attention to politics, the Robert F. Kennedy uh, thing going into this election is a big wild card. It's something that I think uh, stands to make the results a little unpredictable, uh, depending on where he's able to get ballot access. And it's extremely interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think people make a mistake when they move immediately to the analysis of where his votes potentially come from, Biden or the Democrat uh, or Trump, because it presupposes that he'll be on a, the ballot in enough states to matter. And that's just not clear. Uh, it is clear that the issues that he's chosen to talk about, sealing our border, health freedom, uh, his opposition, funding for the war in Ukraine, potentially make him more attractive uh, to Trump-leaning voters, aware of his past support endorsements for uh, Al Gore, John Kerry, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton in two presidential campaigns, Bernie Sanders, uh, Gavin, uh, and so on. His position as a, a supporter of a radical brand of climate change agenda, uh, his support uh, uh, for uh, essentially unfettered abortion, he doesn't talk about these things. He only talks about those issues that would appear to me position him to appeal uh, to Trump voters. Uh, Trump, Donald Trump Jr. said in a tweet this week, he is a democratic plant. Um, he may well be right about that. It's uh, just a little too early. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm afraid we're out there. I want to thank our guest, uh, Troy Smith, the uh, editor-in-chief at Rare.us for joining us today, uh, remind you to go to our good friends at MyPillow uh, and use promo code STONE when you do so. In the meantime, this has been the Stone Zone. Thank you to Troy Smith. God bless you and Godspeed. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so 